Show where we tell our stories our way in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, nineteen twenty one massacre. That's where we're coming from right now. So if you got a family member, you got a friend, tell them to tune in. You can tune in by KBOB eight nine nine dot com, Facebook Live, KBOB, uh YouTube. I mean we just all over the place. iTunes podcast, iHeart, just Google all that stuff and Tune in. We got a great show going on today. You know, we got our Mr. Daryl Bright and Joyce Williams in here. We're going to be talking about House Bill 1775, you know, and um, how it impacts our educational system. You know, we're going to, they're going to talk about it and they're going to expose it. And uh, we're just going to be all up on top of this. So keep in mind, uh, this uh, broadcast is recorded. And uh, you can go back and play it back for those who didn't get a chance to see it. They can go back and review it once it's done. Hey, we're taking donations also for the Juice Radio Station. Now, here's the ways you can donate. You can donate by going to Juice Radio, well, Cash App, Juice Radio Show. You know, Juice Radio Show, Cash App them there. Or stop by 1533 North Norfolk if you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And drop off your donation. You know, we're trying to always do something for these youth. And uh, the way to do it is have funding where you can do it. So we need your help. We are a community radio station. And what I mean by that, uh, we do more than just talk on the radio. I mean, we have festivals. We do trash community pickups. Uh, we pass out backpacks to the community. Uh we raise money for loved ones who can't even bury their loved ones. And uh, we do a, a whole lot of stuff over there. So that's what it's all about, giving back and uh, helping out the community. We be needing help over here. So if you guys got any ideas of how we can fundraise and make money and uh, invest in, uh, to these youth and our youth programs, just let us know. So that's what it is. You can also eat. Uh, let me see. Eaton Media, no, Eaton Music 2 at gmail.com. Again, E-A-T-O-N-M-U-S-I-C, music2 at gmail.com. So one thing that I like to always talk about on my show before I get started is what you can be doing. You can be volunteering. Now, some of y'all are just sitting on your rusty dust dusties out there, and you're not doing anything, and you're not getting out in the community where you could take at least a at least a minimum of a couple of hours a week to join up with organizations to mentor young people and senior citizens and help them. Uh, guys, you know, if you know Miss Johnson's yard is high grass, man, take a line mower over there, knock it out right quick. Boom, just knock it out. Ladies, go in the house, you know, help her out. You know, she needs some vacuuming done or something like that. Help her out. Mentor some single-parent mom's children, 
single boys and things like that, you know, get them to, you know, go pick them up, put a lawnmower behind them or something, or a hammer, a nail or something, and show them that that's the way we used to do and we used to do it all the time and do it well. We've got to get back to that black Wall Street way of life, you know, in our community. We've got a lot of gentrification taking place, taking place all the time. You're seeing new development take place here in North Tulsa and in your community where you live. If you're listening to this broadcast, things are happening. And uh, they're, coming, they're coming back into the underserved communities, building this, building that, and building, building. We need to start building something and building this and building that. But um, that's what we need to do. Well, we're going to get into it. And uh, I want uh, you to dial the number 646-716-5525. Don't forget to press that one button. Got to press that one button because uh, Daryl and Miss Joyce is in the house. So we're going to be right back. So stick around. Driving through the country on a lazy afternoon, or you're watching your children playing after school. They seem to be. The things that they'll soon have to take care of. We've got to do something, yeah, to save the children. Bright, how we doing, man? I'm doing well, old man. <laughs> yeah, glad to be here. Thank you. Lovely, Miss Miss Joyce Williams. How we doing, there, lady? Hey, I am. I am. I have no complaints. As yeah. I told you earlier, I'm still walking, still doing what I need to do. So, hey, just doing still, what you got to do, huh? Still vertical. Make it doing what we got to do. We got some issues going on, huh? With House Bill One Seven Seven Five, right? Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, got some big time issues. But yes. before we get into that, uh-huh. tell yes. our audience and for those who don't know who you are, where you're from, and okay. and uh, where you was born and raised, and family, and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna get into okay. that right quick. Well, I'm Daryl Bright, 
been in Tulsa now over 40 years, so I'm a Tulsa. Yeah, you're a Tulsa. <laughs> I'm a Tulsa. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, moved here from Jersey City uh, and born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. And, uh, and anybody knows Chicago, that's, that's an experience. Oh, it is, it is an experience. experience. Yeah. I'm telling you. And, and the culture, too, is, uh, is great. Uh, moved to Tulsa in October 1980. Okay. Got involved. Um, have always been involved in unions. When I came, I was uh, working in a union and uh, shop steward. Uh, and eventually, uh, I wandered out. I didn't know anybody here. My wife was from here. She went to Borough. Uh, graduated from Central when I was downtown. And uh, in about 1987, uh, the superintendent of schools here, Dr. Zinke, said, uh, well, I'm going to start closing down schools, consolidating schools. That's a nice word for saying closing. And I just invited myself into some meetings and sat down. And uh, out of that, uh, Citizens United for a Better Education came about in November 1987, but it had been around in 1977 when they were having racial strife and issues at Old Central. And it was 10 years. He came back again because we were dealing with the same issues and more. And uh, we worked with NAACP. And uh, the rest is really history because we've been at board meetings. We've written about a 400-page document reinventing the uh, uh, academic experiences for African-American children. Uh, we have a 161-page chronology from 1954 to 2013 that shows what has not worked for our children, 161 pages. And uh, I've been a mentor in schools. I coached football down the north maybe for 32 years. Uh, I've got a leadership team over at Burroughs pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been very much involved in schools ever since. Great. I've, 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 uh, a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work, but uh, uh, good work. Good work. Yeah, good, good, good trouble. Good trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in good trouble doing good work. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but uh, our, our struggle is still uh, still prevalent, still needed. It continues. And it continues. Mm-hmm. It absolutely continues. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we'll be talking about today is just a a codification yeah. of, of, of what has probably been out as mm-hmm. just talk, but now it is becoming part of right. the system mm-hmm. uh, in a more, mm-hmm. more brutal way than we've ever known before. Okay. Miss Joyce, yes. Hello, yes. what's going on with you? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? I came to the state. I'm Joyce Smith-Williams. And I'm born and raised in Washington, D.C., right at the base of Frederick Douglass's mansion. My family have been social activists forever. And as a small um, child, I, I was at first dragged into that. But um, I guess been indoctrinated all my life for that came to Oklahoma going to Langston University. I was in uh, press with um, Dr. William H. Hale, who brought so much life to that university. He had his issues. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> but but he brought so much life to that university. And um, um, I, I, I came there indoctrinated already into the black movement you know, had been 
uh, uh, involved with the Panthers. I had also just, like I said, been a community activist, grew up going in and out of uh, Frederick Douglass's house that was just there with caregivers in it, you know, at the time. So I kind of knew some of the importance of things, and it was important that I know my history my, for my family's uh, orientation uh, of us as children. And so I came to Tulsa after getting married, and I was here for a brief period, had my first son here, and um, went to um, back to school to finish because I had, had taken a break from school, went back to uh, Langston to finish after, you know, I had been working at a with an organization, and they were pretty good people to me, I must say. They they really were pretty, pretty good to me. They wanted to teach me how to draft and all that. But my spirit was in sociology, and and I had to get back uh, to that. So I went back to school, finished there, went to KU, finished there, came, went to Denver, lived in Denver for a year, came back, and... Um, I've been here, so I've been uh, actively engaged uh, in this system here and pretty much questioning um, one of my first associations when I got back was to to, to run into, well, before I got back, someone had brought uh, Jay Homer Johnson out to Langston to speak, and I said, oh, okay, that's He's talking my talk. We 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 gonna be okay. So when I came back, when I came to Tulsa, uh, I made a connection with him and tried to get engaged in some of the things that that he was doing, especially when he ran. He was running for office and doing various various things. But there, you know, I I came here somewhat puzzled because it seemed like. Um, the community kind of thought that they had it made and there was a differential in the way um, people looked at one segment of their own community versus the other. There was some elitism here. And and don't get me wrong, because you had that in D.C. too. But uh, Mm -hmm. it was just because this system here was so closed, it was more personified, but there were issues that had to be addressed. And I just found myself early on questioning and speaking up, and I linked up with Lacey Park early on uh, when Miss Anita Thompson, Miss Anita Lucky Thompson was there and uh, trying to get some things done. So we linked up there, and I've been, uh, I worked for the state in adult protective services for over 30 years because I have a passion for elderly and disabled people. I have a passion for the children, but those elderly disabled people were most neglected um, because you had children's protective services that looked out for children, but we were, were seeing that elderly people were just being left out there. So I did what I did then, retired, and one week after retiring, you know, I'm not the type that can just sit down I uh, immediately went to my neighborhood school, which was Burroughs, and started volunteering mm-hmm. and hooked up with, with Daryl, mm-hmm. 
and, <laughs> and 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 basically the rest the rest is history. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'd be remiss if uh, I hadn't said that uh, Homer Johnson had an impact on me. Yeah, when well, I, I think young. I think Homer had an impact oh on everybody. And yeah. I look at at uh, at uh, mm-hmm. Brother Cooper. Yeah. In his radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we sure yeah. did. And uh, just looking at, at the Maxine uh, uh, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those, oh, yeah. You know, when you sit back and you look at these iconic community people mm-hmm. like Homer, Maxine Johnson. Harry Cooper. Uh, Harry Cooper. My dad. Yeah, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. You know, senior. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, uh, uh the yeah. Ray Freemans and uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the Percy Perrys and oh, yeah. all of them yeah. were just I mean just the, even the women uh, Charles Edward Salters you right. know and Shirley Scoggins and yeah, oh, I could go on yeah. and on and on because I used to see these people right. all the time in the community mm-hmm. they would put out fires. By themselves, they wouldn't have to call the police. No. Yeah. If something was going on down the street, they ride down there and just put it out, and mm. boom, it's all over with. Yeah, yeah. Lorraine Haynes. Lorraine Haynes. Tennessee yeah. Perriman. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, Miss Vera Pittman. Can you remember how Miss oh, Vera? Miss oh, Vera Pittman handled Jim Inhofe. She yeah. didn't know what to do with her. She 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 wouldn't call him Inhofe. She called him Inhofe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can I can remember one time Homer. Johnson and my dad went down to Mayor Hughley's office, and he he wasn't in his office, but they went in his office as he was away. Homer mm-hmm. put his feet up on Hughley's desk. Oh, you know what I mean? That's, that's how that's how hard. That's why I had a men were. You know what I mean? And they would. They, they would do some things That's like right. that, you know. Yeah. And you can't leave out Don Ross. Oh, Don either. Ross was in there too as well. And yeah. Julius Piggies. Yeah, Julius Piggies and yeah. Uh, yeah. Don Ross and all of them oh, were there. And Harry, right. if you and, talk about Don, you can't leave Harry out. That's right. You can't Harry. leave. You're right, right, Harry. right. Joyce, what was the name of the, of the sister that worked on the South End that organized? Delta Shaw. Della Shaw. Oh, and Della, Miss Della. Ms. Yeah, Della. yeah, I know Miss yeah. Della yeah, very Ms. well. Della. I know, I know her very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we have a whole lot of iconic mm-hmm. community people yes. coming in and doing work. W O R K. They would do work in the community. And, and, yeah. And Bobby, you can't leave out who the Black Experience Bookstore over there on Apache. Oh yeah, right they, on Apache. They they kept that material coming in. I mean, they kept the real stuff coming in. Not they these, did. They did. Not, not these romantic novels that you <laughs> okay. see most most places. Even you know, and I like a novel. Don't get me Octavia Butler's. Hey, oh yeah, all of them. All, all of these uh, folks. They 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 they. You know, and, real, and that's but, what made up your community. Mm-hmm. Your community was strong because. Think about it. Integration hadn't came in yet to divide us. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. integration really didn't do us a lot of good. It wasn't intended no, to. No, it wasn't intended yeah. to. Yeah. So yeah. All, it divided us all up. But you mm-hmm. didn't. You you have yet to have in, integration. Yeah, right. Now no, you you can mm-hmm. go spend your money with somebody, mm-hmm. but, but you you, you, you ain't, ain't you ain't getting that. the same you ain't thing. Getting <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> you ain't getting the same thing. Well. And, and I'd be remiss if I left out Greg Robinson too. Yeah, Greg. Senior Greg, senior, yeah, senior. Greg Robinson, senior. Yeah. senior. yeah, he was one of the troopers that was involved yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of Bob Goodman was around oh, talking, Bob yeah. Goodman, you know, yeah. and we had a whole lot of oh. 
influence. We could go on and on and on. You know, with these names. Ed Goodwin. Ed Goodwin. Al Quita Goodwin. All the good ones. Those good ones were involved. They were involved in a struggle and a movement, and they they understood what it was like to stand on the shoulders of those Mm. who came before them. Right. So they understood that concept. You know, we got to get back to that concept. Right. And and, and, Mm. and, and since we're talking about education, I, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring in uh, Art Williams Sr. Oh, small yeah. man. You yeah. know what? The iconic. Uh, you the know. iconic, bald head, <laughs> Art Williams Sr., <laughs> six foot something man. <laughs> you know, oh my goodness. You know, hey, you know what he did? Uh, I played I played football over at Marion Anderson, right? Mm. I was a wide receiver. And I used to, he used to, he used to be refereeing. Mm-hmm. Eating, move back a little bit so you won't be offside. <laughs> and he's a referee. I worked inside school service in uh, six hour for Art Williams, and kids would would come in there, Bobby, can you stamp me a pass to go back to class when he mm-hmm. wasn't around? Because they knew he did not play. play. He didn't play. He would tighten you up. He mm-hmm. would do. I, I'm gonna tell you a little story before we get through. I was in Big Ben McKinney's class, which mm. he was a the tailor. tailor. Mm-hmm. And we were cutting up in Big Ben's class, me and uh, Tukey Washington. So Big Ben say, you boys need to go on down there on Greenwood and get a head start. You know what I mean? And all of that, that's what mm. we were saying, you know. Yeah. And uh, he sent us to art, Big, Big A's uh, counseling. Being, uh, you know, we went in there and he say, Eden, what you doing in here? I said, well, Big Ben sent, and I gave him a little note. Yeah. And he said, Washington, what you doing? I know both of y'all's mamas and daddies and families. Y'all come on, go with me. He took us in the janitor's closet, you know what I mean? And he took a board, he took a paddle off the thing, a big old paddle, and he handed it to me. He said, eat and tighten up Washington. <laughs> so Washington bent over, <laughs> and I took – I took that paddle and I said, pow. I said, he's my friend. I ain't going to give him too much. Yeah. And I gave him a little pat, like, pow. He said, no, eating. And he grabbed me and took the board and he said, pow. He told me up. I said, ooh. And he handed, <laughs> it, back. He handed it back to me. And I took Washington. I said, pow. I told him up. He said, that's what I'm talking about. He was clapping. But we was beating each other to death off in there, you know. But, but he was such an iconic, great man. I got so many stories. Art Williams. Senior, yeah, that's senior now. Yeah. Both of them are iconic men. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's well, right. anyway, let me stop for telling all these stories and stuff. Let's get into House Bill one seven seven five. And what's it? First of all, what's it all about? Well, you know, let, let let me start off by saying, first of all, you know, it's a shame when people are so afraid of their history and the telling of their history, that they have to do everything they can to keep that from the, the true story from being told. Mm-hmm. So that basic statement is the basis for the evolution of 1775. Now, in the process of that, they, you, oh, you could hear for a while, you know, all we've heard early in the summer, in late spring was, Critical race, critical race theory. We ain't having no critical race theory. Mm-hmm. And you hear people mention that without even understanding exactly what critical race theory has been or how it even came about. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, 
you you know um critical race theory is okay in in this case has been used to sell the public a bill of good yeah. so to speak because critical race theory as we'll go through this has nothing to do with house, house bill. bill 1775 yeah. see because what critical race theory does is to examine the relationship between race, racism, and power. Mm-hmm. You know, it questions the foundation. So if if we're going to talk about it, you know, it starts out looking at this, this whole theory of equality. And equality um, more or less says that, that, that everybody has the same worth. You know, mm-hmm. everybody has humanity. Right. Which, you know, that's we haven't seen no demonstration of that That's yet. Sure. And then, humanity, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it talks about legal reasoning. You know, how the the language of the law, how mm-hmm. how how the law is used in, in uh, uh uh being interpreted for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know. So so yes. we we haven't seen that yet either. And then it talks about um you know, enlightenment, which is 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 that you know people use logic to come up with their decisions, which you know, uh, you know how I am, and you know I read everything in the world I can get my hands on. But when you you and I'm not going to go down the rabbit trail, but when you get into the whole discussion of logic, you have to go back to 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 looking at at um, these Greeks and so forth who actually got stuff from Africans, but nonetheless, we know that people don't use logic in coming up with decisions. They basically use feelings, <clears throat> excuse me, feelings. And then it, it, it looks at um, the law is a neutral uh, 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 instrument of the Constitution. And we know just from the various entities in the the Constitution that 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 bill was written by white land owning mm-hmm. rich men, mm-hmm. you know, who who wanted to maintain their power and control. Mm-hmm. So that's what 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 it um it, it looked at, and it it, it evolved um, the CRT evolved simultaneously um, during the 70s when you, you had actually before the 70s in yeah. the in in the the, the 50s, 50s, 50s and 60s, 60s, 60s and 70s, yeah, and 70s, yeah, and 70s. As, as the civil rights movement mm-hmm. uh, was 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 um, going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and the brothers started out, and they were, they referred to them in some uh, literature as being men of color. Now, I'm not quite sure, you know, but but it started and it did exactly what she said it was the question of look how did we get into a position where we got all this legal legislation acts etc and now we're looking at going backwards in the 60s and 70s and how that was being uh pulled back and even the programs and so the brothers took a scholarly look at what that meant. And they looked at the Constitution, and, and they looked at uh, jurisprudence, you know, how it's used in the courtrooms and that kind of thing. 
But they were looking at that in, term, in the terms of how all these legal positions and laws, et cetera, have not served us, <laughs> you yeah. know, mm-hmm. has not, but it kept those in power in power. So it has nothing to do with not what they have in, in, in uh, HB 11, excuse me, 1775, because they've got eight principles talking about, well, we can't use this, you know, because people may be uncomfortable. We can't talk about history because it may cause anguish. It may bring up guilt feelings. And, and it also, you cannot say that one race was superior to another. Now, that's not our talk, and we don't have the time to go through all eight of the principles. But right. when you look at it, you must look at it. Who are they talking about? They're not talking about us. They're talking about them themselves and the power structure. I see that that's right. that's themselves. The the critical race theory asserts that racism is so ordinary, it's normal science, and it's so common, the usual manner of conducting business, that um, um, it's you, hard you know, it, because it's so normal. It's hard. You can't acknowledge. Or you can't address something that you don't acknowledge mm-hmm. and it's and it's so normal and so ingrained into everything until it's not yeah it's not there i had to correct some mm-hmm. uh, some people today about racism racism in order to be a racist you have to have a control over race you have mm-hmm. to have power, power. you got to have power mm-hmm. and some people was mm-hmm. some of us african-americans say well hey i'm not racist uh, yes i am racist you know, you got to have power, man. You got to have power. You, you know, power. Yeah, we ain't got no power over. Mm-hmm. Well, we only like 13% of the United States of America. You know, think mm-hmm. about that, those numbers right there. When you deal with facts, you know. You know, and, Bobby, I can say I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. you yeah. But but can I control your employment? No, you can't. Can I determine what school you go to? You can't. Can I, can I, can I? Can I determine if you can get a loan for a house? You can don't I have do, that power. You know, can I can can I determine if there's going to be a grocery store in your neighborhood? You right. know that that. Um, well, see, and that's where the educational part comes in of us being educated about our culture and where we come from and who we are mm-hmm. and where to go. And because see, I think my generation, pers- this is how I feel. I think my generation kind of dropped the ball. You know, and why why I say that is because my dad and Homer and all of them were warriors during a time when there was a, a the SCLC, NAACP, Urban League. Mm-hmm. You had the Panthers, you had Malcolm, you had mm-hmm. Martin, you had all of these organizations mm-hmm. fighting. They were different, but they were fighting for a common cause. Nick, you know, yeah, but and you know, we just kind of dropped the ball because we we jumped in the Soul Train and all of this other stuff, did, which which, which which caused us to be able to not look at the prize anymore. Because yeah. after Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud, James mm-hmm. Brown, Afros, and all of that right there, mm-hmm. we were proud people in our community. We would help oh, each other. Yeah. We wouldn't just talk about our legislative people but, and our elected officials and all of that. We wouldn't gossip and talk like that. But, you know, it wasn't but, it wasn't Bobby, just like that. What what you have to understand is this. I understand. We, no, I'm, I'm not I'm saying this to you, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay, talking, okay, I'm yeah. talking to everybody. Uh-huh, everybody. Uh-huh, okay. 
what what we have to understand is that we depended on each other. We had a closed system, and we depended on each other. We were a community. We were, we were, in fact, a community. What we don't understand, what we didn't understand, what we still don't understand as it relates to education is that education is political. And what is the purpose of education? Education is put into place to keep the ruling party in place. So virtually what we have done when we when we left our system, when when E. W. Woods, who was our superintendent, mm-hmm. um, got away and they determined as Julius Peters told us a while back in one of our sessions that um they ain't never gonna let another one of them back in again. When when that whole system got removed what we knew about us and our purpose, our movement. See, you have to understand, we were, we are the only group of people in this country that it was illegal to educate. That, that in itself speaks volumes about CRT mm-hmm. or critical race theory. We, mm-hmm. It was illegal. You know, mm-hmm. we we, well, we 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 couldn't do any of those. Well, they didn't even allow us to read. You know, you it was illegal. It was illegal. It was illegal. You, you, that, that was a death. A, that was a, a death sentence. Book, a book was contraband. Yeah, it was. A book was contraband. And and speaking on that, and not to go go any way out to the left. This is Black August, and we have to get into understanding that concept because you know everybody wants to talk about Juneteenth, but the truth of the matter is. The slaves in Tennessee and Kentucky were not freed until August of 1865 because Lincoln, mm-hmm. who needed Kentucky, did not want to lose that slave them slave owners' votes. You know, so all of those, all that knowledge, we have. And I'm glad you're sharing it because a lot of us don't know that yeah. history. You know. See, and you got to share the history in order to know how to go forward. Well, see, that's why mm-hmm. they're trying to stop the history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you <laughs> knock off the history. That's why, yeah, that's that's the that's the push for 1775. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because with those roots and that understanding, that arms you to understand how you got here, and the system that of, of racism. Yeah. Yeah, systemic and what, racism. And what did Frederick Douglass say? What? Uh, what is the 4th of July to a slave? You know, they'll give you a holiday. They gave and they gave you Juneteenth now yeah. um, to keep you distracted. And they mm-hmm. knew if they gave you that right. holiday and gave you alcohol well, and all that, that stuff. It's a feel-good you know situation. Well, that, that's, that's very important because we need to just talk about those principles that are in that bill. The House one. Yeah, but, but let me read something here. Okay, go ahead, Daryl. That talks about CRT scholars sought to expose the limited ability of traditional legal scholarship to adequately reveal how integral racism and racial subordination are in the everyday lives of colored people. You see what they were focusing in on? This does not focus in on the HB 1775 does not focus on that. And when you talk about one of the CRT major successes in changing the debate about the role of race in America, jurisprudence, can be seen in the comparison of the Supreme Court's justification for school desegregation with its rationale for approving affirmative action. But, and 
also, like I said earlier, CRT is believed to be ordinary, which means racism is difficult to address or cure because it's not, it's not acknowledged. Uh, racism is believed to advance both the interests of white elites and white working class folk also, mm-hmm. and that the critical race social constructions construction thesis holds that race and races are products of social thought and relations. Mm-hmm. And what the CRT does is to draw attention to the way mm-hmm. the dominant society racializes different minority groups mm-hmm. uh, or and different minority groups at different times right. in response in, in response to their shifting needs, mm-hmm. you know, but so that, with the labor market and, and other stuff. But you notice but, what what you just said is a is is a theory and a thought process mm-hmm. that guides action. It is not a curriculum. No. It is not a curriculum that is taught in any school anywhere to the sense that someone has a curriculum that lays out the various and sundry parts of a curriculum. Oh, not even on yeah, the not college. Even even on the college level. That's right. You know, now That's right. when I when I went to Langston, when I first came here and went to Langston, yes. Uh uh Dr. Ada Lois Scipio Fisher, uh Dr. Uh John uh Coleman and Willis Dr. Willis Brown and and, and uh Elmira Davis and Mr. Ellis, Dr. Ellis who was from Tulsa, uh-huh. uh yeah. E. Melvin Tolson, all all of those people all 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 of those people they did these things we knew what mm-hmm. we were up against during that time frame but that has since that time um you know you're right bobby we came out of school what did they do they hired a few of us and, and gave a few of us some positions mm-hmm. we immediately started buying uh, nintendos and ataris and mm-hmm. and and jordans for kids um uh, Moved out of the community. Left the community. Disassociated see, ourselves. See, this is what gets me about our community. Grandma's house is there and passed it down. So now she needs a roof and it's got a hole in the roof. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, everybody in the house decided to move out, move out south, go to Owasso, Broken Arrow, and pay $1,000 a month rent for an apartment. That they have no pay no, no somebody pay. else's so mortgage. So now the city gets it. And they auction it off for pennies on the dollar in the auction, right? So uh, white developers buy it up. They go, hire, they go hire Hispanics to come and remodel it. They get, and so they remodel it and bring it back, you know, and then next thing you know, one of them may move in it. Well, look. That's mm-hmm. it. And, and if that's the only, I see that all the time. Yeah. It's only, we give up our property. You know, and it's just, I'm in a struggle right now with our own property right here uh-huh. uh, at Eden Media Services. Uh-huh. But, hey, what can I do? It yeah. is what it is, and mm-hmm. it's like uh, this is a community format. I'd hate to see uh, me have to give this up because mm-hmm. and move somewhere else because, you know, of the situation. But we got to stop giving up our stuff. Yeah. We, and, we just have to. Yeah. Well, and, but, but see, that's, that, that, that is why critical race theory is necessary in our in our community and that is why we can't depend 
on the school system to teach us that to work with well, us. Well, they, co- they culturally well, don't know our know how we are. Don't worry, your preachers ahead is not happening. It, no, it isn't. So the thing that that critical race theory is being something to be a subterfuge that has spawned many many laws like this across this nation. It is part and parcel of Alec. It's part and parcel of the same thing that's being done with our right to vote. Yes. It's all about Alec. power. Alec. And that's that that group, the American Legislative Exchange, uh from the right, right mm-hmm. wing, uh they have just fill in the blanks, we've got your your uh legislation that you need. But what I was saying was is that when we look at this Right in terms of what it actually does and what it's intended to do, if we look at all the things that are happening now today to seize power and to maintain power in the hands of white men, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's who's at the top, white folks, and you cannot say that now in the classroom, even though it's real. So when we look at that and we see that the reality out here is that this is just another part of the big lie. Who won the... the, who the who discovered won the, America? The, wait a minute. Who won? I mean, what they were doing with the big lie, oh, saying yeah. that, look, uh, this was corrupt, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. We need to change something that's not even broken. This CRT, using it for rationale for HB 1775, is the same thing. You're talking about apples and oranges here, but just because you talk about crucial, excuse me, critical race theory, and it's, and it seems as though it's talking about discriminating against white folks. Yes. And when you read HB 1775, they are worried about two or three things. Number one, maintaining power. The other, to make sure we don't know our roots. Number three, is to make sure that even white folks that may even have a lean that way get don't a false know. education and still they don't know. Sure. And the other thing is at the end is to maintain their power. And 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 it's really critical during this time because a lot of us aren't paying attention, but we have to remember this was a census year. So there's gonna be some redistricting that we need to be paying attention to. All of these things are going on yes. which which you know would have to um which would have to be um addressed but no um this whole idea um when they talk about um uh no public school and a public school means of the board of education of a school district charter school virtual charter school or otherwise accredited school this law applies to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is uh, right. which, which is a bit unusual because it seems like right now, and I don't know if it's because maybe, maybe we may, I don't know where, I, don't, I only know about the Deborah Brown uh, program as it speaks now, Langston Hughes is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, um, maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, there's talk of us establishing our own schools. So this law is is a preemptive even on mm-hmm. on that if they're going to um, shut you in right, right. and the consequences mm-hmm. and so forth. You know, um, how do you measure uh, 
what is real. I mean, we we sit here and we have had to, like I said a few minutes ago, we have had to all our lives hear that Christopher Columbus discovered uh, uh, America. Uh, well, you're going, he, you're going somewhere else now, so you, no, I know I'm that truth. You, you, know, you know what I mean? That's I mean? that false narrative of but, what they but, put uh, out there about us. They so, taught us that in school. Yes, but the fact of the matter is, if I as a teacher bring it to your attention that Christopher Columbus never stepped foot on American soil and the fact that Christopher Columbus um, even got the maps to get to America from Africa, which he had been in, in that's the whole Well, they were story. thugs and vagabonds and, and heathens. You right. Know, that's what they were. Right. Or, or the fact that the Native people well, here, how do you discover a land when there are people, people are already, already here? here. It's right. like me so, coming over so, your house and discovering your your property, yeah. and you already got property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I discovered that you got it's your crazy. camera. I discovered you got that camera up there, and I'm going to claim that because it's part of it's yeah. part of my it's part of right. my discovery. Right, right. But so as a teacher, and you started raising these issues mm-hmm. and some child in your classroom um, goes home sad and upset because yeah. the teacher said Christopher Columbus didn't, didn't, didn't discover America. And the teacher said that there was uh, native American people here already. And, mm-hmm. and that, that basically the, mm-hmm. the people came in and they, they 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 have had they right. they talked about the trail of tears okay. and uh, you know mm-hmm. and the liability that that teacher addresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I I I called today I called um, because um, they have I, I called to find out how this this law was going to be um, implemented through the schools mm-hmm. and how we would know what the procedures were going to be mm-hmm. and I I called. Uh, so you call about them. Yeah, I called Stephanie. Okay. Stephanie Andrews. She's the director of student and family support. Um, to find okay. out um, exactly. Okay. How to, Before you know, we get back into that, we're gonna take a little break. Okay. Yeah. I gotta go to. I gotta pay these bills. Oh yeah, yeah. pay you the bills. I gotta pay, pay the, the bills. bills. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean. So we'll be right back with uh, Daryl Bright and uh, Miss Joyce Williams talking about House Bill One Seven Seven Five. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories. Our way. The Transit is excited to introduce the Route 969 Workforce Express Network. The new Highway 169 Corridor Job Shuttle, WEN, is a fixed route service offering access from North Tulsa and Turley. Stops include Macy's, Amazon, Whirlpool, and Port of Catoosa. Save time and money when you ride the WEN Route 969. And for your protection, buses are clean daily. Visit TulsaTransit.org for more details. Advertising the Tulsa Black-Owned Business Guide. It's a monthly publication reaching all of Oklahoma and beyond. Giving exclusive content about your business and many businesses that are connected to you. Full page and half pages are available. Purchase an artwork or two on the 25th of each month. Visit us online right now at www.tulsabobn.com for more details. Or email us right now at tulsabobn at gmail.com for pricing. We're ready for life beyond COVID-19. 
beyond boundaries. It's time to move beyond, connect beyond, celebrate beyond, live beyond. And the vaccine is our best shot at getting there. Get your free vaccine at vaccinate918.com today. Brought to you by the Tulsa Health Department. How to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot. Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la carte. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah... Okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Yep, yep, Max yep. Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fry. Last Stop Lawn Maintenance and Landscaping is hiring today. Must have a valid driver's license and must have a two years verifiable experience mowing and lawn maintenance with the company. Strict attendance policy is required. Honest, dependable, and team-oriented. No sex offenses or crime against children. Must apply online at www.laststoplawnmaintenance.com. Apply today. Did you know that sickle cell disease affects people from all races and ethnicity? Sickle cell disease can look like you, and sickle cell disease can look like me. You can carry the sickle cell trait and never even know it. The state of Oklahoma and supporters of families with sickle cell disease incorporated are invested in educating Oklahomans about sickle cell disease and other inherited blood disorders and traits. For more information, visit us at www.oksickleinfo.org. Last Stop Lawn Maintenance and Landscaping is hiring today. Must have a valid driver's license and must have a two years verifiable experience mowing and lawn maintenance with the company. Strict attendance policy is required. Honest, dependable, and team-oriented. No sex offenses or crime against children. Must apply online at www.laststoplawnmaintenance.com. Apply today. All right. Hey, you're back on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way out of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921, NASA. You know, if you need to get in touch with us, if you like to advertise on our station, you can email me at EatonMusic2 at gmail.com. Again, that's EatonMusic2 at gmail.com. Now, see, I need y'all to come on with the black advertisement because I know that uh, sometimes we got issues about advertising our businesses and our product, you know, and um, we need to do that. You know, you, you can't just open up a place and just expect people to just to stop through and support you in 2021. There was a time when you could do stuff like that, but you got to advertise that. Social media is free, you know, so 
you can just, if you're not advertising your business, then you're doing yourself an injustice. Okay. Hey, uh, so, Joyce. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I was Continuing saying, on. What I was saying is that, um, you know, I was curious as to how the Tulsa Public School System was going to implement this House Bill 1775. So I found out uh, that um, when I called to try to find out how to get information, because I want to see in black and white how, how this thing is going to happen. Because I'm concerned, my big concern is that there are teachers who are going to be afraid to teach. Because if you and Daryl uh-huh. go through the oh, yeah. go through the bill, yeah, we go if through you it. can you can, you can lose see. lose your certification and your job, you know that that's a real thing. And besides that, I, as a parent, as a grandparent, with 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 students in Tulsa public schools, high school and elementary school, I'm concerned about what it is there, um, how as far as I'm concerned, the stuff has been bad enough as it is. So mm-hmm. how this is going to negatively impact. Um, where it goes in the future. But anyway, I found out that that Tulsa Public Schools has a director of student and family support, and that person is Stephanie Andrews. Does she have a phone number? And her phone number is 918-746-69. And let me repeat that, 918-746-6449. I, I talked with Miss Andrews, and I was asking her, you know, if they had this document so we could see, because I want to see exactly how each school or how the the, the law was going to be handled, how how it would impact teachers and students. And she told me that at some point they're going to have it online. That they, um, you know, they it costs thirty thousand dollars to print uh, off um, things, so you know it'll be online. But if mm. If anyone needs a printed copy to be able to see how it, this this law or how talk is going to implement um, the rules that came from the State Department of Education as a result of 1775, then, you know, you could call her and she would certainly see that you got a printed copy because I said not all of our community have uh, computers or printers or, you know, have the ability to be able to um, – uh, get this information or read it online or anything like that. So she told me that they're now they're now doing a deep dive with the with the staff, and they're in the process of getting this thing. So um, it should be available by the time school opens. What is it next week? Well, you know uh, that is nothing because school starts next week. And you know, and I've shared with you how many teachers have not even read the law, seen the law, and there are rules that are associated with the law. Now, when do they get that sheet and school starts Friday? Something is, something's not right. And the, and the law is in force right now. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right because the, the things that, that we see here uh, that they don't want taught in our classrooms, and they've got one that deals with uh, higher in, higher education, and it says that they will not have an orientation that, uh, or requirement that presents any form of race or sex stereotyping or based on the basis of race and sex shall be prohibited. But there are also 
I've been saying teachers, but the way the way they uh, put this thing down is teachers are any employed of yes. of of the um, school system. It is, and they they say it stated right here in this is that mm-hmm. you are, public schools in the state shall be prohibited from adopting programs using like textbooks, instructional materials, curriculum, classroom and science orientation, interventions, counseling that you 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 cannot use. And violate any of these eight. And if we have time, I don't think we do. do we? <laughs> yeah, we got we got enough time. Okay, because they say public schools in this state shall be prohibited from executing contracts or agreement or agreements with internal external entities, persons, companies, or businesses to provide services, training, professional development, or any other assistance that includes, incorporates, or based on discriminatory practice identified in the section. What they've attempted to do here is to wrap themselves as being the victim. And they're using civil rights acts that are in place now, statutes, and that's what they're saying that you will be in violation of if you did that, when in fact these so-called eight principles have nothing to do with what those established laws were there for. So, I mean, meant to do. So what we've got here is like, for instance, A, once race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex, schools cannot cannot push that concept. But But they push it already. That's right. Just in in, in what what is being taught. That's right. And not being taught. So the question, too, an individual by virtue of his or her race or sex is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, rather uh, consciously or unconsciously. Now, how are you going to address conscious and unconscious behavior there's no way to to do that so that's all up for interpretation by whoever feels they've been victimized or their parents which which right it's very unclear so here's here's one uh and i'll skip here that uh individuals wait a minute let me let me read one back here individuals should if they feel discomfort guilt anguish or any other form of psychological distress on account of his or her race or sex. You will not teach that. Now, when are the teachers going to measure? How do you measure discomfort? And there are consequences here because teachers can lose their license. And certification. And the school could be what? They can lose their accreditation. Mm -hmm. Now, who's following all this? The thing about this, it is to keep our, our children, our community, and anybody else who goes to class in the dark about the history. Because let me tell you what, none of these guys, the governor, excuse me, yeah, the governor and the 32 individuals who signed this, I have never heard them raise in public the discomfort that our children are and have suffered for generations being taught in these schools that have alienated, right, shame them, make them feel like they were dumb, okay, just demoralize them. We're not culturally relevant. Refuse. We're not culturally responsive. Refuse, and refuse to acknowledge that there are different ways of knowing. You know, the whole idea that you assume that a child comes to school not knowing anything. But a lot of times now people are upset because kids come to school and they can't read when they come. You know, so, you know, 
it all goes back to the purpose of education. And the purpose of education has been to keep that power structure in place. place. And it still is. And it is still doing it. It's still doing that. That's right. So this this disarms us. That gives us another rabbit hole to chase down to, in essence, stop teaching us our history. Stop it. And there will be consequences if you don't. But... We feel and have feel that this has been going on anyway. Already. <laughs> right oh, now. Yeah, I'm serious. Right, right, right now. Exactly. Right now. They just put it in law form. That's right. <laughs> and it's all about power, controlling power. If I control your history, then I control your presence, and I show enough control your future. Well. That's right. That's right. That's right. So this is what that's about. And then just paint myself as I'm the victim Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the governor is And they have not Shown one iota of proof Of who was raising up enough Fan to say hey, hey, This is necessary This 1775 uh, was necessary They have not produced any of it And yeah. then put it on an emergency track Yeah And, and an emergency meant, means The one is, is against Is to keep peace uh, Health to, to mitigate arms and or safety, this does neither. Yeah, and and when you know when the documentary or the, not the doc when the interview was on with uh, Representative Goodwin and this Kevin uh, West, West um, he couldn't answer the question then. He didn't answer it then, and and um, from what I understand, has not answered it on the on on the floor. So I mean. We have got to um what we you know, what do we what know can, we do? You better start questioning and doing Yeah, do it just Joyce gave you, but get in your schools <laughs> you need to know what your children right. are being so taught. Parents really need to they start going to PTA meetings and, and but, information but, going but, out to the school board but, meetings me, and they need uh, to be coming out there, but let me tell you from yeah. what I understand. Because, you know, I've been a volunteer at the school, and I was calling to find out if I was going to be able to get back into the school. Because oh, I've been too. out of school for, since the pandemic came up. Right, uh, yeah, right, right. I have been told that uh, no volunteers or parents are going to be allowed inside the school. So they're, so, cutting, they're cutting all that out, right? That's right. Well, you got you got the, the COVID to, 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 to use as a cushion for, for mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. aspect. You know, so um, I, <laughs> you, I mean, that that's 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 a whole yeah. a whole number. Two or three things. There is no CRT being taught in schools. No. There was no emergency. There was no proof that it was needed. Right. So therefore, why do we have this again? A rabbit hole okay. where we should be looking at deeper issues. To what a brother here with us said, you know, the question of police brutality. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, yes. And, and redistricting that's going on, right. the gerrymandering that's going to be going, going on. on all of that. Way, you know. Messing with your right to vote. All of it. All of it For is sure. a plan to check you and check us and keep us in line. It's all about power. Systematic control. Yes, sir. Which has always been there. Yeah. By design. 
you know, but it, it, you know, we have, you know, gotten pretty lax, you know, we, we really have, and in our responsibilities, we talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. about the way things work, and, and of course, this is a whole different time, and, and, but if we, if you don't learn from your past, if you don't learn from what your struggle well, has been, mm-hmm. you are bound to stay in the midst of mm-hmm. the struggle, and we can candy coat it with, with um, getting getting uh, uh, materialistic gains, which a lot of us aren't getting a lot of that either. <laughs> but true. but you mm-hmm. you give yourself the illusion that that's, that that's where you at. Um, it, it ain't. Wow. The, I, my kids are grown. It don't affect me. My grandkids are doing okay over here. It, it don't affect me, you know. That is but, not our legacy. But that no, is it's not. not it's not our culture. It's not, no, deep down culture. We, 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 we mm-hmm. be black folks. We be, mm-hmm. we be. I be because you are. Because mm-hmm. you are, I be. Mm-hmm. I am because you are, mm-hmm. and because you are, I am. Those are the cultural um, underpinnings of our survival, mm-hmm. but we get we, we we've gotten so far away from those things. You know, we, you know, um, I I think personally here in 2021 that our some of our younger people have become very selfish. Now, not all, because there's some good young people out here, but some of them have become to the point to where technology has taken over. To the point to where that that cell phone is their best friend, and that's their form of communication. So they communicate but why, through the but technology. Bobby, but Bobby, why why is that? You got well, why is it because uh, because yeah, as you move as you move and you grow, as you grow, if you move in society and you grow and your community grows and the world grows and exposed and and now we own laptops and computers and all that. Whereas and you know, it was I, a time it was a time no. Um, uh, that we didn't have, we didn't have all that. We talked and communicated mm-hmm. to one another. Yeah. Now you're in a technical age. They going to the moon. They doing all kinds of stuff, and fact, it's moving on out. So, but but the, the, the fact of the matter, I'm gonna tell you something. I've been watching the Olympics, mm-hmm. and one of the things that has really touched me about the Olympics this time is that all of them melanated athletes. Mm-hmm. You saw them connected, mm-hmm. and you saw people rooting for. For the melanated people, people, regardless of where they were from, mm-hmm. you wanted to see them win. To me, that says something, and that, some of that has to do with technology, because we have been so single-focused and so closed in our vision until we haven't been able to connect ourselves. Well, you know, just a, just a, common, Bobby, a, Bobby. Common, a common conversation Bobby, is, Bobby. is over a cup of coffee yeah. is not happening today like it once happened amongst our younger people. That's right. Now, as older people, I, I drink a cup every day. That's right. But I'm just saying that we don't socialize know, Bobby, like we did no more. Let's, let's keep it real. Well, we ain't socializing as older people. Everybody, right. We're not socializing. Everybody, has got, everybody no. has got their own 
silo and their own True. agenda. That's what and, I said. And, that's and, why and I said we, selfishness. Right. You know, people, that's why I said yeah. everybody, it's all about me, me, and what I got, yeah. and yeah. me, me, and my yeah. money, and, and my stuff. Anytime, anytime black people get $2 past bus fare, they feel like they didn't arrive, and they got this, and they got all this material but, stuff, but, but they can't get together and say, well, look here. I got my I got mine, so I'm gonna show you how to get yours. But, See that that that's the problem right there. We but, don't show each other how to obtain financial Bobby, wealth and growth Bobby. like they did back back in Black Wall Street. But Bobby, what? You keep that, saying Bobby, what? Bobby, what? Bobby, Bobby, that's all. Well, you didn't call my name five hundred times. What you talking about? I'm telling you that there's an illusion that you got yours. But you ain't got yours. Yeah, I, I understand. Mean, but, but I understand that. Part. I'm with you on that yeah, part. No, it's that's... illusion. But see, it's the technology and stuff that's changing. And us the well, seniors, we got to understand that the Bobby, world the world is changing. Let me tell you what. Bobby, it's changing. Bobby, it's, but what I'm saying. It's changing. Trust me. It's changing. But the template is still there from where we come. Let me tell you. But it's changing. What we're facing is is multi-layered and overlapping issues that have to deal with politics, mm-hmm. our history. The it's economic, everything. Yeah, it is. That how we arrived at what we are doing and not doing today, we're really going to have to sit down and talk about how and interrogate how we got to where we are. Not just we as technologists, this and the other. There are more dimensions to this. Oh, for, for sure, and the and, thing about and, it, and, and and we're not operating in a vacuum because the system itself well, has has given you more Kool Aid to drink and more rabbit holes to go but down. The, but the, they show it on but, TV. But, they show it everywhere. But the fact of the matter is, if you're looking at the, if we're gonna look at the big picture, the fact of the matter is, we're we're dealing we're dealing with global globalization. And when Bill Clinton passed that bill back then, mm-hmm. and these corporations start going into all these other countries and connecting with those elite folks in those countries, then then this system got bigger than just right it, here. It was well on and its way before that. It was, oh, it was well way on its way. way. See, the world. It was on its way before then. Yes. He codified it. He yes. helped Well, see, it. the thing about so, it is you got to understand that countries like China are way more technically advanced than the United States of America. And we're like maybe five to ten years behind them with technology. And so, therefore. And it's sad, but because if you go over there, you're going to see neon, all kinds of stuff going but, on. And they they got all kinds of uh, fabricated uh, uh, neon, uh, just technology in general. Look, so you got a Samsung. Look here. You got Samsung phones over here, Sony this, Sony that. So you got to understand that Sony. the genetic, Bill Gates is a rich, one of the richest men in the United States. In the world. Well, in the world. You but, know, so... You have to understand the changing of the guards but that's the fact, taking place. The fact right. of the matter, the fact of the matter is you have that to accept it. The fact of the matter is that those connections have have been made, and 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 we, in our quest to bust unions, sent our factory stuff to China. 
and created this whole thing that we're dealing with right now. And in fact, people aren't looking at what's happening, but you know, you've been, this country has been sending China all of this plastic and and, Forever. and all this other stuff. This the, the what do you call it? The the re, the recyclable. But China sending this stuff back. Well, here's the, they China, are, China is they're, not. They're, China hasn't been right by the United States in a long time because they suck. They suck up all the United States well, well, resources. Wait a minute now. You know, look, and they hey. what they do is this they manufacture they, they manufacture a lot of goods in China that we buy. We buy everything that you look around is made in China. Look, made Bobby. in China. Made in China. Bobby. And it's just Bobby. made over there. Bobby, Bobby. You closed down your factories. You sent your not only did you close your factories down, you physically sent the factory to China. And, and other, then you know why and, you you know why Miss Joyce, listen to me now. Hear me out. You the, shout the, in my ear. Okay. The reason the reason you saying Bobby, Bobby. Okay, now the reason, the reason is Bobby, Bobby. You know, the reason is the fact is that their manufacturing process is a lot faster and quicker than ours over here. So when we gave up the factories over here and we moved them to China, we could get cheap manufactured goods and export and import became a thing to where all right, China's manufacturing all of our stuff. And so now we can just sell them over here in the United States. All these sent, like I said earlier, Samsung, mm-hmm. Sony, Hitachi, right. all of them, well, Maiachi, okay. all well, of that well, comes from but, China. But China, you, you, you were looking at not us. Yeah, not us. Well, well listen to what I'm, I've got to say. I agree. We have to start with not necessarily what's happening on the outside, which impacts how we think yeah. and what happens to us. But the question becomes, we need to have another conversation about how did we lose our way? Yeah. How did we lose our way? Black people didn't how do, do we, it. How do we... Don't. White society did hey, it. Hey, 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 look, look. White society look, did it. Before you draw that conclusion, we do have people out here that are fighting. And yeah. you're right, people in control, but they don't control everything absolutely. No, they don't. Yeah. Not 100%. We, we, we have, I'll agree, we have, not 100, not 100%. We have, we have lost our North Star. Where yeah. are we going? We mix and match what they do in capitalism, and we mix and match some things that we think will help the collective. But, so, the, but, the, but, but the fact of the matter is that why are we having this conversation today? Because and it's not it's not because of China. No, it's, it's not. not because of plastics. But, it's it's, it's, it's fundamental the, fundamental to our legacy that we have not come together as kindred spirits and, to talk about to where we need to be going. And as it relates to technology, you know, I look at this technology to to the extent that uh, if you just take that whole killing of of, of um, George Floyd, no, I'll take it back further. I'll take it back to Mike Brown, which okay. because it, um, right. might I add, today is the anniversary of the murder of Mike, Mike Brown, Brown. Mm-hmm. in Ferguson. Um, it was technology that allowed us to shoot that thing across the world, and when it was shot across the world, our Kindred spirits, our people everywhere were looking at, start looking at 
what was happening with them. And now technology did that. And I'm not talking about it being a total, total thing. Yeah. But the, the, the idea that we have to reestablish a universal consciousness among each other. That's what I'm talking you know, about. You have to define. You have to define. Because, 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 Daryl, you like, like you said, when you look at, you look at uh, uh, some of these corporate entities and so forth. Well, you got a, a couple of black folk on them things. Yes, neo-colonialism. What? Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So what? What? What are they saying? We we got folks in the state house. You know what? Mm-hmm. We do. What, what what are they saying? What what mm-hmm. what are they doing? We well, got people in in we got people in education. We got people in neighborhoods mm-hmm. that are not look. We got people in these churches mm-hmm. that that aren't. But we have got to get back to the we, the whole concept of but we. But the long thing, the thing I say about the we is I agree with what you're saying. I'm not defending the we. Uh-huh. But as we grow in the world, technology is steadily growing with us. And the thing about it, if we don't learn how to accept it, as hey, I'm a senior right now. To utilize wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm a senior right now. I got grandkids and grandbabies. Mm-hmm. A lot of my daddy's and them friends are dead and gone, and they done moved on out of here. And as we move on out of here, the technology consistently moves on up. Well, and then, me... therefore, the, the culture of us not having the we, you know what I mean? Well, be, be, they can be, be, be become, look here, I talk, I deal, right. You, you're right. and what I talking. deal with a lot of young people. Well, let me tell you, Bobby, my, I was at my daughter and son-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. My one-year-old grandson went in my purse and got my phone and was trying to operate it. He'd been watching folks with the phone. I tried to give him a toy phone. Well, you know how they buy the babies that right, right, like right, this? right. He at one years old. I mean, he was one. Um, when was he born? I, I guess in June, June the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. He at one years old knew the difference between that toy phone and, and the real that, phone. And the real phone. Mm-hmm. Now you know when we we were kids, it's always going to be that way. Yeah. But even with technology, technology has to be put in the context of uh, how we're using it for going it. for going where we need to go. We haven't defined that. No. We haven't made a demand. We have not formulated a a North Star well, that says this is the kind of world that we want and this is what we're struggling around. And you this can is talk what about, we demand. But we cannot just be in the abstract. We have to unite and commit to a vision, but, a future picture for what we want for our community in all its various aspects. We cannot but, just say, well, we got technology. We do, and it'll put out there and politicize people. But the question it's is... dangerous. But, but, but the thing about the it is... technology is very dangerous. Particularly if you don't control... Hum- humanistic you know, society. If you don't control it. But like anything else... It's out of control but, already. But, the, but, but, but excuse me, anything else... You can figure out how to use it, mm-hmm. just but like our ancestors if, did. If, you know, in terms, I'm, a, I'm a very technical senior. I have more technical knowledge than most people yeah. in my mm-hmm. generation. And the only reason I got that is through young people, yes. you know, learning from the youth and the young. But at the same time, I got the history of the culture of, of the ones who came before me. 
So, and I realize, I, I see when my son trading him, Daddy, you need to do this. You need, this is what's going on. These Some of these young people sit right next to each other and text each other. Why is that? You know what I mean? Why, why is that? Because the technology has gotten them brainwashed to be able to, to, to utilize it in not what I call a positive way. It's yeah. not in a positive yeah. way. Bobby, you have to take this thing all the way back as we take it back to this this HR seventeen seventy five and everything mm-hmm. else. This society has taught us from the very beginning. It has brain ingrained in us from the very beginning that we should be individuals, which was contraindicative of what our culture has been. So when you start talking about that 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 deal, let me it. It, it, I'm going to tell y'all something. You won't there. leave home without your cell phone. Oh. You will not just leave your cell phone plugged up and go on about your regular day okay. because you feel, uh-oh, I ain't got my cell phone. Well, well, And I, there was a time in the community where that didn't even matter. Well, here's that, the thing. No, no, no reference of but they, uh, but, but, but but they, but they used to have phone booths, too. They yeah, well, I'm no saying they didn't have, they but. didn't have, they didn't have, you know what? When they was in that barber shop and they used to be talking, the men didn't have no cell phones. They had well, conversations. I, I'm going beyond cell phones. It, you know, yeah. I'm going beyond. I'm and trying that's to go what I'm beyond. telling you, telling you about the technology. Yeah, but technology again if has you, ruined people. But we can use it. People have you got to use it. Hold you got to use it for good. Hold tight. You have to use it for but good. But you have to know how to use it, where to use it, and what end do you have in mind for it. Because, because excuse me, because if not, it just becomes a gadget. You know what? The, you know what the biggest. A you know what the biggest industry in the world is. The biggest industry Don't in the me. world is porno. Is that an industry? Porno is an industry. Okay. It's the yeah. biggest industry. Yeah. I did. We did our research, and it's the biggest industry globally around okay. the world. Now, what does that people mean are, What that means is people are using that kind of stuff for bad. Yeah. And I feel like it's terrible. Well, you know you, what I mean? You're not going to use that. You know, I'm just saying, certain people are not going to even go there. But these youth and young people, they go to sites like that. Why they, do, do, they do TikTok and they do uh, 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 not, all of these different uh, 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 different platforms and stuff. They Bobby. utilize that. And as they grow and we die off, and Bobby. we die off, they are in a whole nother but we, Bobby, world. But, but, Bobby, the... the, the fact of the matter is you got a bunch of old folks been in porn long they they just had to play well, I understand that I understand and that all the things that they well, did. not at the level not yeah. at the level that it is right now there are a lot of signs and symptoms out there oh yeah. my goodness but not the thing but the thing is. about it is you cannot boil the ocean no. you cannot deal with every one of them there is a root cause for what happened and we need to find that out but we have not interrogated and i mean interrogated our mindset about how we view the world and walk through this world because we have you haven't even defined what the world is hey that has to be done you know so So i'm not saying leave it out but there has to be that very rudimentary very basic kind of discussion that don't mean you go lock yourself up in a closet no you can't do that but But we cannot tutor our way out of this this system uh, school system. We can't tutor our way out. We need tutors. The question is, we have to tutor. I'm a tutor, but I'm not just tutoring because they got a pipeline coming 
with more. What is the root cause of this? Why can't you teach our kids how to learn? You can't. The, the, you don't the know. Question, Miseducation. The question for me is, why are we dependent on them to teach we our shouldn't. kids? And, we should and and, well, and and we have to engage ourselves to the point where we we know that there are vicious attacks on our ability right. to, to learn. They they don't need for you to know how to operate their equipment. Hell, the equipment's in China. You know, you pick up the phone, somebody calling, yeah. you calling about some issue or something. You got somebody in Bangladesh that you're talking to. That's true. Everything yeah. is global now. And so there, people, I say that. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I say, say that to say that there's people, no need for you for them to have us educated. You know, and, people. They don't. People today. People. People. People today have a choice of what they want to do. You have a choice technology. You can either listen to this radio station that you're listening to right now, or you can go to Cyrus FM, Sirius Sirius FM, Mm -hmm. or you can just, you got, people got choices now. And And they people, Bobby, they've always had choices. No, no, no. We ain't always had black people. We ain't always had those kind of, those, not those kind of technical choices. We haven't always had those. So what, what is, I I guess I grew up in a, I grew up in a city where there were multiple choices with. You didn't have, well, listen, listen. We didn't yeah. have Facebooks, uh, Instagram, all of that kind of stuff right there when we were coming up. Yeah. We didn't have none of that. Okay. We had a one or two little radio stations right. that we listened to, and that was a that was a that was it. So you let know, me, let me just say this: Joyce is absolutely right. We cannot depend on the folks that created the problem to get us out of this problem. No, we no. can't. But the thing about it is, we are because we're we not are. in a position right now to do that. But there are alternatives, like we talked about starting those leadership schools and, 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 and doing that kind of thing yes, to teach our children our legacy, our traditions, and all of who that. They are. And who they we, are. We are in a system, first of all, you know, as, as we talk about um, testing and all those things, all of those things are systems to exclude. So this system does not recognize that there are different ways of knowing. On purpose, on, by design. By design. design. It's all by design. Yeah, it's by design. So so Mm -hmm. as we get back into this 1775 and critical race Mm -hmm. and the need, actually, there's a real need for us to recognize the need for Mm -hmm. critical race activism. That's right. You know, Mm -hmm. um, it started in the law schools, moved out into education and in different areas. We have got to take the time, like we're having this dialogue here, but we need to kind of fine tune it to focus, to get a focus, and to, to go from there. Because what, well, so, I don't about feel like there's no one right answer, you know what I mean? I think people are, in our communities are highly opinionated about what we need to do, but until we get together like those organizations back in the Civil Rights Movement, right. how they got together and they, they formulated which way to go and which way to drive, then we all got a lot of individual opinions. You know of what what needs to go down. So the challenge well, is is yeah. to break down those silos and how those we silos do that. and stuff. Yeah, but you got to how do we do what we need okay, to do? You know, you know how yeah. do which way what what's what's best for us? Because a yeah. lot of us are beating our own people down to the white meat. Yeah. we do it all the time. All the time. Them crabs but, in a bucket. But and, the, and, the, the thing about that is the but, thing about that is is that we understand there are different. Gradations yeah. or whatever you want to talk about in our in, in our community. 
it's so much stuff going on, and, and so, just like we talk, we never look at the the the. Uh, I go back to the Wizard of Oz. We never go back to the Wizard <laughs> behind the curtain. No, that's behind the curtain. Well, that's and, what, that's and, what I'm saying. And, you got to, and, yeah, yeah. You you you. That's what I'm talking you, about. You you've got to you've got New to calls. you've mm-hmm. got to do that. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, there are different ways of knowing. You know, and we have to recognize that That's there right. are different ways of knowing. You know, because everybody's not going to always agree no. on, on which way, how to get there. Well, do you want to be around somebody that agrees with you all the time? No, you I know, don't. I but, don't. But, you, but I, I but, really don't. But, but, I understand. But, I got a radio station. I do this all the time. Yeah, but, and I don't agree with everybody, and everybody don't always agree with me and my methodology, and yeah. they're entitled to that. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't hurt nobody. But there are different ways of knowing. And we have to to respect that there there are. But there there also ought to be the ability to question. For sure. And and when you question, um, you you have to understand that you have a right to question. And we we allow things to happen and, and we don't really question. And this and, and yeah. like like I said, in calling this lady today. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how is this going? What's her number her? again? What's her, her name? And her number? name is Stephanie Andrews. She's the director of student and family support. Her number is nine one eight seven four six six four four nine. Now people need to call her. Don't they, they need to call and find out how, how this is going to impact them, and and not only to have somebody verbalize what's going to happen. Let her know you need to you need to see it in black and white. You need to be able to see it. She needs to be able to send it to you on the computer. Fine, but you need for your child when they come home from school to bring you something to help you to understand to see mm-hmm. what it is that how this law is going to impact their mm-hmm. education. You know, and we mm-hmm. as parents, grandparents, uh, community people need to be examining this also you know because how do we engage how do we engage uh, the seniors more so to get out and get involved and to pass this information down because i i notice that a lot of my classmates and a lot of my friends who are around my age uh just stay at home and they don't engage but they probably they probably stayed at home when they was younger no, you know, they didn't. You know, they were, didn't. were they engaged? No, because the community was bigger and they were out there. We had more to offer in the community, so they were out and about doing stuff, you know, but they wouldn't. You had more to engage in, you know. You had, when you I had a lot, more, of, a lot of organizations well, Bobby, and stuff. Well, well, Bobby, have you asked them Bobby, to, come, to come share that? I, I, look, look, look okay. I talked to I'm blue in the did, face did around you, here. Did you tell them how important it is? They already know because I've already told them. Uh, so it, they've got it, another it, priority. It, it, well, yeah. I, I'm like this. You know, there's a fear but, of seniors. There's a fear of seniors in our community of not wanting to get out. I mean, after, when the sun go down, they lock the doors and they in the house. Okay. Where it used to be a time when the sun went down, you could still go to the grocery store or go wherever mm-hmm. you wanted to go, go get some gas and stuff. But, you but know, there's a fear because of uh, they're thinking of crime and things of that nature that's taking place out there. Well, I was, I was talking. Excuse me. I was talking more about tapping that knowledge. I tap knowledge here every day. Every time I come on okay. the show, I'm sharing knowledge. No, I'm, from, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. from the older. 
You know, I'm well, most of my audience is older. Okay. You yeah. know, most but, of my listening audience are older people. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, I ain't got them little young babies, a lot of them. You know, they listening to hip hop and all of that kind of stuff. Most of my audience that are listening to us right now right. are old. It's an older audience. I'm going to say maybe from uh, 45 on up. Okay. You know, yeah. on up but, like that. You know, we mm-hmm. given given the fact that we're 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 on new ground because we're dealing with this whole COVID, um, COVID. the Delta, Ooh. the Lambda, the whatever, <laughs> whatever deviations it of yeah. it of it that that exists. So that that's negatively impacting things. Um, the people are not meeting in the churches the way they were. I think they're just they were just now starting to go back now. To the churches. Are, yeah, now the people are saying that they're going to have to start looking at Zooming in the church. Oh, yeah. And, and, Back and so to that forth. again, huh? So, so I, I say that to say it's a struggle, and it's a constant struggle. And it's one, when you look at it from the whole, it's, an, it's, it's overwhelming. It's too much. But you have to pick out that small thing that you can do, that you're comfortable doing. Now, for me... As I look at at at, at uh, addressing this and the history and so forth, I say start with your family. You know, our, our babies don't even know 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 the significance of their own family. You mm-hmm. know, you can start there and then bring well, bring in. You brought up a good a good point. You brought uh-huh. up the the point. Mm-hmm. You brought up the best point. It's all about starting with the family. Yeah. And the family. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. how families used to be families? Yes. They don't know how, some of them don't know how to be families anymore. Oh, no, they're not speaking because yeah. everybody's mad because somebody said something or did right. something or, or well, like you, you, George, you brought up, You brought up a good, well, great point. It's uh, the family. Uh, you know, it's all about the family. It is. Bobby, it's about them babies and families and yeah. mothers and fathers. You know, That's what it's about. I want to put out a clarion call right now. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you have some level of consciousness that says something has got to change because our children and our community are being ground to dust. Yeah, they are. And uh, after a while, Northside will not be the Northside. And we have to to look and see. You're not going to agree with everything, but you have to say, well, where do we start? Where do I begin to reach out? Because you cannot go into a struggle if you haven't built some level of trust and commitment where we're trying, what we're trying to do. Yeah. That's tough work. It is different than when we saw uh, colored only, uh, white only. Oh, them signs got to come down. Mm-hmm. It's way more insidious than that. Yeah. So to be out here doing that activist role has qualitatively changed since that day. I listened to your radio station, Martin Luther King. Uh, uh, day weekend Mm -hmm. and Martin Luther King was asked by a um, I guess it was a commentator and he said well well, what is next and and, and what about you know going into uh, some of the things that you had done in the past he said look look sitting in the front of the bus and he also said going into these lunchroom counters that time has passed we cannot struggle that way and it is changing he began to change to understand that it's not a question of civil rights during the poor people's campaign when he pulled it together in 67 it is a question of human rights rights. Mm -hmm. and malcolm x and malik shabazz knew that 
back way then. back when he first started, mm-hmm. way back in the early 60s, that he was saying, take this thing to the United Nations. It was a question of human rights. Well, what exactly does that mean? Look, we cannot come out here and sit in a room and, 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 and not have a purpose for what we're trying to do, which means no one has all the answers. If you do, you need to let us know immediately. Call the radio station <laughs> and let us talk to you. Because yes, generally speaking, those individuals who think they have all the answers are intellectual derelicts. And you have become reactionary. You're not listening to nobody. You know everything, etc. And in addition to that, let me let me add, a lot of us function to the fact, uh, to the way of thinking that the the enemy of my enemy, the friend of my enemy, or the enemy of my what? what? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> Now, I know that sounds deep. Yeah, that sounds counterintuitive. <laughs> However, that ain't never been the case. No. It has never been the no. case. And we have to get past some of some of this stuff. It's, it's time out for it some. It is, and I'm telling you. And, and, and not all money is good money. That's true. Grandma used to say that all the time. You need. Not all money is good money. The, but, you know, we need to focus on our children. And if our children don't survive and thrive, neither will we. And we are a we. We are not made to function independently. We must pull together. And it doesn't have to be on a macro level. In fact, when when I was growing up, I can remember uh, my people saying, "You don't need everybody in the room. You don't mm-hmm. need everybody in the room. You can four or five people can get some things mm-hmm. done, and and you can start with small groups and then make connections to get things done. Because 1775, y'all is about to put us back <laughs> further yeah. than what right. than what." what we were and we are already back because mm-hmm. we've been fighting with the school system for a long time that has not mm-hmm. addressed the needs of our children but it's time out for that too mm-hmm. we have got to and, and, and you need to find the cubes cubes on facebook mm-hmm. or on on email mm-hmm. um we got it we have an idea that if we can get enough people together in different spots Mm-hmm. That we can start uh, an after-school program, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday school, or something. That we can start working with our babies to get them. And babies, right. I'm talking about the the, the small ones up you to, know the, what? to wish, the high and young twenty-year-olds. Right, right. I, I wish I wish we had a school. I wish we had a black school that we just talk. We talk even on a Saturday for mm-hmm. a few hours. That Black History was taught. Yes, but that's what that's we're, that's, 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 we're, talking, that's about. What we're talking about because mm-hmm. we have plenty of resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we got plenty and, of and speakers and, could come and people could and, just teach our kids. Yeah, it's more and like a, a leadership got, school. A leadership we, school. We have we have programs. We have. I mean, we Why have, can we can't get that? We we, we have we have places. We have the Maybe Center. We have the Lacey Park. Park. Yes. Yeah. We have we have churches. Yes. You know, if they're if they're willing to let that We have the library. You know. So if you are willing to engage 
in that type of activity. We need you to mm-hmm. make contact with us. At how can they make contact? What's the address? Of, you know, our phone numbers? Are- well, let, let me say this. Yes, we'll, we'll we'll give you one. Okay. The um, the the issue here too is that a lot of us we have we know we walk in everybody's shoes and different people's shoes. You're trying to work two jobs. You know, only bread one of them. But those of us just do what you can, but be sure to look out after your baby. Yeah. And we can help you out. The bottom line here is that if we don't stop operating in our small silos, we're going to die in those silos. Yeah. Mm. So as, as, as it relates yes. to a phone number. Yes. Now, um, if you are in, don't, don't call me with no crap. Let me tell you, I'm not, I ain't the one. Well, yeah, you ain't the one for that one. I, know I ain't that. the one for that yeah. one. But if you are truly interested in, yes. in engaging and getting involved in um, setting up something to help our babies um, mm-hmm. uh, with, their, mm-hmm. with, their, with their, their task of finding out who we are, who they are, and, and, and building upon that rock, um, you can reach me. At 918-557-8580. Don't call me with no mess. Don't call me with no silly stuff, man. I'm telling you because I'm not going to call Give me that number again. 918-557-8580. Because we we need you, and time is of the essence. It is. Mm -hmm. Time is of the essence. It's time out for us, depending on Mm -hmm. other folks. Mm-hmm. to teach our babies about who we are. And our idea at CUBES is that we need a, we need a program for the young preschool mm-hmm. kids on up and old folk, too. Because right. a lot of us well, don't know who we are or why we are or where we are as far yeah, as that's mm-hmm. going. And, and if you're just interested in understanding and you want to stand up and talk truth to power and you want to be an advocate, we got to talk. We really have have to to have a conversation because the same thing, you know, we, we, we we laugh and joke and we say, well, you know, we keep doing the same thing over and over getting the same results and everybody laughs. Yeah. But the thing that I said, and Joyce has heard me say it before, same guy, Einstein who said that he said this, you can't use the same thinking that created the problem to get you out of this problem. Mm-hmm. So we got some work to do on ourselves for ourselves. A lot of times we don't have that higher calling for education, freedom for literacy, literacy for freedom. Man, you say that to some folks, well, what are you talking about? I'm free. Or freedom, but liberation. We still are not liberated. No. We still are not. We no. still are not. You know, you, you looked at uh, all the things that uh, happened 50 years ago with the Kerner Report. It's still with us. Yeah. Our family's not building up any well. And we as, got more individuals in, in the pipeline of prison and, as I, and making less money. And as I started out earlier talking about Black August, Black mm-hmm. August was a movement that started inside of the prison. Which mm-hmm. when, 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 when those incarcerated folks could get books from the library because, you know, they're not mm-hmm. able to get these books anymore. They've mm-hmm. cut out all of, mm-hmm. all of that. 
But when they begin to recognize and 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 address issues of liberation and how they came to be, mm, a higher calling know, for living, a higher call. Yeah, a collective. This is Black August, y'all. That's right. And it's time for us to. Uh, it's time for us to engage. It's time mm-hmm. for us to engage. It's time. I'm so sick of talking. I don't know what to do. I man, I aren't you so it. sick of talking? I and it frustrates so, you. I am so yeah. sick. Of, I am so sick of hearing people talk about each other. I yeah, am so. Yeah, it's a lot of I, hate out there. I am so. It is a lot of hate. Sick. I am so sick of folks who want to be the onlyest one in the room. Mm-hmm. I, I am. You know, I had a person tell me. I'm gonna tell y'all. This organization, and I ain't going to call their name on the radio, but I was involved with a, a, a culture committee on this, 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 with this group. Uh-huh. And I asked them, I said, I need some help. For years, I have been trying to understand, and this is not to put any shade on the John Hope Franklin Reconciliation Program. Uh-oh. But for years, I have been trying to ask, I've asked several of the directors that they've had, what are we expected to reconcile ourselves to? And nobody has been able to answer that, answer question. that question. But the person in this other organization told me, well, I am a proud member and I, and I um, am very protective. And if you want to know if you want to know about um, what you're reconciling yourself to, you need to ask, and this was before they took office, Vice President Kamala Harris and, and President-elect Joe Biden about what we're reconciling ourselves to, which that's a whole other discussion. Mm-hmm. We, won't, we won't even go there. Yeah. But, you know, I told that person, well, my, 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 my nephew is involved, closely involved with, with that process. So if I wanted to know that, I just call up and ask him that. But I'm asking about right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, what are we reconciling ourselves to? Because mm-hmm. remember, even Nelson Mandela said you can't have reconciliation without having truth. Mm-hmm. And so, so, I agree. so we have, I say that to say, in all sincerity, ain't none of these organizations perfect. Ain't none of our families. I ain't perfect. You ain't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Right. But we have got to come together some kind of way. A lot of it is the pa- we have passion. Mm-hmm. And that passion yeah. for our people for change mm-hmm. is still you know, instilled in some of us more than it is right. others. That's when you, know? you that's when you need to have an understanding of your history. Mm-hmm. History. See, because I thought the revolution had happened in 1968. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm telling you, insurrections every time you turn on in these cities. Chicago blew up D-D, with the riot of the what, police. What, yeah, with the oh, police. Oh, you know, man, it was and we thought Chicago. it was there. But when we learned that the powers that be didn't see it as that, because they were sitting there and they're just seeing people scrambling around and, and being disruptive. Never got word. No, what you, what, very, you, what you hear is they're looting. Just like yeah, they, they, they use that same right. thing now. They're mm-hmm. looting. That's right. So the thing about it is, no, we weren't in a revolution. We were in an uprising that politicized a lot of people and turned a lot of people away. 
to the shiny objects that this system offers and say, well, I did my time. The, the, what, what we have to understand is that you cannot leapfrog your consciousness that you have at one time and say, well, we're just going to do what we need to do, but you're not prepared to do it. It's not the right time. Strategically, and say, oh, man, come on, you know, uh, just tell me what to do. No, because if you don't understand what to do, you may hurt me and don't even realize it, or I look around and you're gone. We have some things that are on our plate that are, are not, and we don't want to be comparing what we're against and what some of those folks in, the, in showing up the movement that were being killed and, and, and water hosed and all of that. We have different homework to do, but the assignment is still the same. Well, and you have to be able to what? Strategically think. Mm-hmm. And you've got to take in a lot of different var- variables that are happening out here. But that doesn't mean you sit around and have par- paralysis of analysis. You have to do that through actually struggling. But you struggle and you take on what you can based upon where your consciousness is. You can't talk about, well, we're going to be black consciousness. Okay, that's good. That's where your consciousness is. But where we can't do it on our own. Mm-hmm. But, we can't do it on our own. I mean, the few you know, of us, but we you can't have, do it. Mono, and, and you have to understand that Jim Crow is now James Crow Esquire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that, that has evolved, too. You know, and and um, if you're interested in doing something, I mean, in engaging, we, we we really need to talk. We really do. And we need to talk for a minute, but we're about action now. You That's know? right. So yeah, you got to put some action I, I, in whatever I, I, you do. I, I, am, I am so sick of folks I'm so talking. Sick. Me too. I am sick of meeting and, mm-hmm. and, and, and no action, you know. We need uh, some economic growth to take place in our community. Well, it only happens if you, you know, have. See, we need economic growth. Yeah, we do. We can be an entrepreneur, but we don't need entrepreneurs that don't have what? A consciousness about paying back and giving back. Right. We don't exactly. need you to be the same no, thing no, we've no, already no, got. No, we don't need so them. The, that. That's all I'm saying. The yeah. context, if I had a, an economic agenda, it wouldn't be that we have all these individual entrepreneurs getting money, et cetera. We're talking about how we come as a collective. And, raise, and the same thing with schools. Right. We have to do the same thing with you our schools. You know, they say about schools, they say if you're not building any schools in your community, then your community is not growing. What? You know, yeah, so, Bobby, so uh, if you're not building those schools, I mean, so you're not multiplying. They say that the African-American race is smithering, is going down. But, you, you know, know. So I hear these stats, mm-hmm. stats and stuff like that in black yeah. organizations talking about Right. This kind of stuff, how 51% of males, young black male men don't have children. 68% of black male, uh, males are incarcerated in prison. 80% of African-American females are overweight. You know, so you hear all these stats and all of this and, stuff and you going know what on. That? And you get you overwhelmed with all of that. And, you know, but, but the, it's put out there to yeah. stop you. So you have you to know, have the right context, though, Bobby. See, because the question is... This is coming from black people. Oh, got no problem with yeah, that. I, 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 get all to, my, I get my information from black because I don't look at the idiot that, box. That's, that's, that's quite all right. That, but that, that the point right. that I'm making is, is that you need to know why that's happening. Yeah. Right. And why is it happening like that? Yes, sir. Because if you don't know why it's happening, what are you fighting? 
You get and, taken down. Well, I blame it on the system, systematic control. Well, oh, it's partly. It's, and by, it's, partly systematic, it's by design, systematic yeah. control. Now, yeah, Bobby, the cotton done been picked. They cotton. still trying to get us to pick cotton. The cotton. They don't need you, <laughs> you to pick cotton. You know what I mean? They don't you, need... only, you ain't out in the fields, but no. you're picking it some other kind of way Bobby, now. They, yeah, yeah. they didn't need you to pick no daggone yeah, cotton. They need but, you to but, pick some different kind but, of cotton. Yeah, but, but the, fact the, matter, the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, our work is cut out for us. We have to get back to who we are. We have to know who we are. And that goes all the way back to knowing what and grandma's name is. Some of us don't you know, know our work. Some, some of us don't know who we are. We don't some know of, our work. Some, some of us don't know what grandma's name is. Nope. You know. and, 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 and don't know and, and, none and, of that. And you have to take it back to basic things. Just like, you know, some kids don't even know what... What mama's real name is, or daddy's real name is. Uh, you know grandparents, I mean? anything. You they know, have no, and so, they have no desire, a lot of them, to even know until you break them down and tell them, you know. But, until you break them down and tell them, but, oh, that Bobby, was Don Paul Lee? I didn't know, uh, so he was married to, who was he married to? But, you know, so but, you have to break down and tell but, them. But we have to, we have to engage, you know, because you know, back in the day, it was grandma who was keeping the kids and, and furthering the, the culture along. They were doing the nurturing. Yeah, while, mm-hmm. while, while folks were, were walk, working, you know, the, the um, that's how the information was passed. But then, you know, when we separate ourselves, you know, we lose that and we don't even recognize what it is we've lost. You know what I mean? We've lost so, a lot. So, I mean, we have got to get folks, if you're interested in getting some things going, we have really got to get busy in, in reclaiming. That family reclaim, structure is, reclaim, has been broken. Reclaiming, our, mm-hmm. reclaiming our family and redefining. Because, you know, we not only had immediate family, we had extended family that included folks oh, that were, were were. Blood or not oh, blood, yeah. you know, but and that's the way, and that's the way we function, and we, our orientation has changed. It's been taken, we've allowed it to be taken away from us. So we, there's some basic things that we have to get back yeah. to, starting with taking care of our own, us and our own. That's true. Us and our. See, well, I, I can't, I can't love you, and I can't help you if I can't. Do something to help myself, like we were talking mm-hmm. about when when the program starts. If I am not getting up, taking deep breaths in the morning, and focusing my thoughts first thing in the morning, and 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 thinking about um, uh, <laughs> being thankful that I woke up first of all, breathing, huh? Hey, the fact that I'm breathing, and the fact that I can still be vertical, you know. If I am not recognizing my ancestors, and by ancestors, I'm talking about my, my mom and daddy are both gone. Mm-hmm. My aunts and grandparents, you know, I got one aunt left, you know, and all of that's important. All of that. If I can't be grateful for those types of things. If I can't focus myself on what it is I want to accomplish in this ten day. Now, for me, every day... I want to learn something new, something that I did not know. If I cannot establish that routine 
for myself. If I cannot get my lazy self up and mm-hmm. decide that I'm going to get up and I'm getting out in them streets or on that track or mm-hmm. on Riverside or at the Red the Greenwood uh, uh, water retention or somewhere, if I'm not getting up and physically moving this body, walking, mm-hmm. doing some type of exercise, if I cannot commit to doing that, those basic things to make me better, right? there's no way that I can look at going helping somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's important stuff mm-hmm. that, that, that in the past has been instilled in us yeah. that has gotten away mm-hmm. that we have got to yeah. pull back. But a lot of folks haven't had that instilled in them. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. 73 years old. I know some people in their 50s that I don't got do. that. Mm-hmm. But the thing, but the but the point, really of, the point of the matter is that we're going to have to we're going to have to look at the individual and the collective. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to. When we start strategizing what we need to do, we have to take that into account. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's so many, so many signs and symptoms of what is wrong with this. Yeah, we have to be strategic. Right. How we focus. Right. This is beyond yourself. Yeah, and I'm talking about. When you start talking about speaking truth to power, right. truth to, to those who are there. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to say this: we coming to the end of the show. The show we ain't got nothing but a couple more minutes left over. So give us some numbers again okay. and some information how people can get in touch. Okay. Well, one, I I thought I had I had changed this and I did mm-hmm. have it with me and it's mm-hmm. an email address. Okay. Do you have? Okay. You don't have it. I've got it right here. Okay, give out the email address, and Miss Joyce, you can give out your phone number again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody ready? Yeah. It's this is our uh, email address: c u b e s eight seven c o m m yahoo dot com. Boy, that's a that's a weird one right there, huh? Boy, Man, yeah. that, that that ain't yeah. easy at all. Right, yeah, that's but you know, is. you guys go back and listen to the show and stuff like that. First of all, I want to thank you guys for coming out, taking time out your busy schedule to talk about all of these issues. Now we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked, you a lot know, of a stuff. lot of stuff. You know, and uh, good pertinent information that we need in our community. We're gonna come back and do this again. You know, so I can have Miss Joyce. I can have you fuss me out. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. You know what I mean? But it's right. all fun in the neighborhood. I yeah. respect. But uh, we're gonna do that. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna come back and uh, talk about this because we need to discuss more of uh, the stuff like here, and our people need to hear it. Right. They need to yeah. really hear this information right That's here. Right. That's right. So once again, thank you guys for pe- coming on the show. Well, thank you for having us. And hey. We're going to do it again, okay? okay All right. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. We are taking donations here, 1533 North Norfolk. Got a donation bucket over here inside the building. Stop by, drop off something for these Juice Radio Show and uh, so we can do uh, a lot of our stuff. We're more than a radio station. We are community-induced. You're right here. We believe in our community and supporting our community, and we tell our stories our way. And that's what we do. Eat, eat music too uh, at gmail.com. E A T O N music too at gmail.com. You, here's my number. I'm going to give out my personal phone number 832 
432-443-9499. Again, that number is 832-443-9499. If you want to advertise here on KBOB 89.9, get in touch with us. A lot of times our black businesses just don't advertise, and people out of sight, out of mind. That's what they say. So we can hook you up. we got a recording studio. We can cut your commercials. Uh, we can do everything if you just email us and let us know that you need the help. So I wanted to say thank you for listening. Hey, great show, fantastic show. And uh, it's on Facebook, 89.9. It's also on a, a variety of different platforms here. And all you got to do is just, you know, tune into it and um, see what's going on. And uh, you can be a part of that. All right. Till the next time. Let me see. Let me get my little music up. Till the next time. Have a good one. Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. Yeah. I do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. <laughs>